Hello, everyone, and thank you for choosing Two Pagans in a Pod podcast. If you live in the Great Lakes area, please join the Discord. If you are in Michigan, specifically the Southwest Michigan area, join the Facebook group at Heathens, Wiccans, and Pagans of Southwest Michigan. If you live in Wisconsin, join Beard's Facebook group, Wisconsin Pagan Resources. And if you'd like to check out either of us on various social media platforms, all of the links for everything is down below in the description. Thank you for choosing Two Pagans in a Pod podcast. Hope you enjoy the show. Welcome everyone to Two Pagans in a Pod podcast. I'm your host today, Fro Double G, and joining me we have Beard. I'm the Beard. He's the Beard. We're getting right into it. We're starting off with a stanza. So, Ooh, <clears throat> stanza 16, I do believe. Uh, I do believe. We can damn near use these to track the episode around. It's like plus four, right? Because we start us like on the fourth episode or some shit. Anyways. Something like that, yeah. Uh, as usual, carry over ton, focused. You're going to moon in, focused. But I got the study, have them all, watch your video on it. Beard has the translated poetic edda by Liam Hollander. And I will go ahead and start us off. The first one will be the Bray translation. <clears throat> Coward believes he will ever live if he keeps him safe from strife. But old age leaves him not long in peace, though spears may spare his life. I like that one. I even like how it flowed. Next up, Thorpe. A cowardly man thinks he will ever live, if warfare he avoids. But old age will give him no peace, through spears may spare him. Those spears may spare him. And Bellows? The sluggard believes he shall live forever, if the fight he faces not. But age shall not grant him the gift of peace, though spears may spare his life. One of the few times I'm going to be like, yo, Bray, Bray leading the pack on this one. I just loved it. He mm-hmm. kept the poeticness. It still made perfect sense. And I know a lot of it has to, we've talked about it. You know, we're almost a hundred years removed from some of these translations and they were trying to keep it poetic from their old, ye oldie times, if you will. Yeah. But let's, let's hear what Hollander has for us. So our 16th stanza from Hollander the unwise man thinks that he a will live if from fighting he flees. But the ails and aches of old age dog him, though spears have spared him. A little different. A little different. But I mean, I think all of them did a good job of, of caspering, caspering, capturing I, I think what the message is, which is just, um, you know, sometimes, you know, you, you feel like you might need to flee from a fight, but, you know, you're just going to get hounded and dogged with old age and aches and pains anyway, even if you attempt to. Yeah, this is very much so like a, a regret and remorse kind of thing yeah. to me. Like, you can go ahead and run, but sometimes if you just don't stand firm and fight for what you believe in or what needs to be fought for sometimes, like, yeah, you can make it out of the next day, but 
with regret and remorse. Yeah. You're going to, you're going to feel that pain no matter what, in whatever way it, it comes back to you on. Mm-hmm. Oh, beard. Besides uh, starting off with the stanza, we have a topic for today. We do. We do indeed. Beltane yes, indeed. or Bellatane? Tane? One way or another. I don't speak Gaelic. We often yeah, go I'm over not this a lot. We just go with the Americanized. I'm an American. Beard's an American. Most of our listeners are American. We're going to be talking to Americans. Beltane. Sorry. Uh, yeah, so Beltane. Why don't you give us a little breakdown on what it is? Because it's not actually too particularly heathen. It's a little more Wiccan. Okay, I say Beltane. Beltane and Mayday with a splash of the Walpurgis knock for our German friends. Which is is still actually, Walpurgis knock is actually celebrated in Sweden still. I can verify that for a fact. My Swedish friend, like literally like yesterday I told him happy... (laughs) Happy Walpurgis not, and I got one right back. You know what I mean? Like, like they still celebrate that, but so um, yes. So the basics is, I mean, for those, and mainly for you know our our listeners being based in America, you will probably know this is May Day, which is the typically celebrated on the first day of May, depending on what part of the world, depending on what part of the world you're in. Sometimes it's you know, events and stuff will happen the weekend before or the weekend after. Um, so it is, it marks the halfway point between the spring equinox uh, and or Ostara and what the summer solstice would be. So it's kind of that halfway point and it is a celebration of basically the fact that everything is blooming, everything is green, and spring is very much upon us. So it is just kind of a additional celebration of spring now it does change slightly here and there depending on what part of the world you're in but yeah it is widely spread and celebrated to this day in the uk ireland england i guess the uk covers all that uh parts of europe such as germany the czech republic sweden uh bulgaria finland france greece italy portugal and so on and so forth. Yeah, I mean, you, you basically the bulk of Europe. Most of Europe. It. Yeah. Um. So I, I mean, that, that's the very, the very basics of it. Um. Let me see some other key facts that I can throw out here. Um. So the earliest known May time celebration is that of. The festival of flora, which may lead to a lot of the flower-based things that happen for May Day, Beltane, whatever you may want to call it, uh, date back to the Roman Republic and a celebration of Dionysus and Aphrodite with uh, the festival of flora or the flor or floralia. I think it's floralia. So alia is like a um, suffix, not a suffix. Yeah, suffix. The one that goes at the end. Uh, yeah. That's like a party or celebration. That's why you have like Saturnalia, the Bacchanalia, the Florialia, or Floralia. Yeah. And then when 
fast forwarding through time, Rome conquers Germania and, and the Germanic regions and countries, as well as the UK. Then they come upon Walpurgis and Beltane and realize that it's kind of the same thing that they used to celebrate, and then just kind of widespread from there. Obviously, each region celebrating it slightly differently based on customs and things like that. So, yeah, and that's something that's very seems generalized to be... history, too. Obviously, it's going to change depending on the region, the area, the time. It didn't all just go down like that, but right. very, very yeah. generalized. So, definitely, uh, one of the key features is uh, the, at least in, in, in some of the modern celebration and celebration dating back to I don't know how far back because I don't see the key point on that here in this wiki. Um, I'm using a wiki for notes, by the way. Um, came on me. Uh, but if you've ever heard of or seen a maypole, this is where that comes from. Uh, the maypole and the dancing around the maypole and the decorating of a maypole and all of that jazz comes from the celebration of May Day in whatever form or format. Uh, I want to say... Well, you didn't finish your sentence. Fun. One of the most important things about it is worship's fire. Mm-hmm. It's a fucking fire festival, y'all. Yeah. Fire slash sun. So it's it's a it's a bit of a collaboration. I kind of enjoy it. Like this is I'm I'm excited. Uh, we're gonna get into it in a little bit, but I'm I'm hosting the, my little local group. Asked me to lead another ritual. They actually asked if I was gonna set something up. So I was like, hell yeah, I'll set something up. Um, going a little bit longer into this one, but uh, yeah, dude, it's a fire festival. And one of my, and one of the people, one of the attendees, someone I actually graduated with, and one of my friends I used to work with. Yeah, it's one of the things. Turns out, like, good friend of mine, pagan, like a good friend of mine. It's like, oh, and it was one of the things. Like, I didn't think about it until I became pagan. I'm like, yo, dude. You just went and got a Vegvisir tattoo on your head like a month ago. What's up with that? <laughs> <laughs> and it's kind of because we both kind of like different times, but relatively same time. Just kind of, you know, it happened. Uh, but anyways, um, yeah, he said we could have it at his place. So because the public place, we couldn't have fire. Right. And I went over that last time. This time he's like, yeah, I mentioned like doing stuff. We'll replace all fire with water. Right, and we'll just do things around the, the the river the best we can, right? But then he's like, right. eh, "What about my place? We can just use my house." So I'm super excited for that. Yeah, that's definitely nice. I mean, to have someone willing to do that. And... It is in town though, but he does have a decent sized yard, so it'll be a little different. But whatever, it's his neighbors. I don't give a fuck. Like, right. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I mean, that covers, I mean, a lot of the key important facts. Um, yeah, so aside from flowers and bonfires and worshipping of the sun and gods related to spring or flowers or things Three like Fs. that. Three Fs. This is fire, flowers, and fertility. Yeah. Although you could replace flower with floral. So just any, although that kind of does mean flowers, right? But it does imply maybe some other plants as well, because it's just about fertility, flourishing. You could even add that in there. All about the Fs. All about the Fs. Get drunk and get some fucking in there, too. 
Let's let's come on now. Come on now. <laughs> That's what they did. Let's not pretend like, you know, fucking we're above it at all at all. Like, let's be real. That's it's, it's fair. part of the fertility festival aspect of it, guys. The maypole, the ring, so. the pole, the very phallic fucking pole with the ring at the top that the come on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what it's. That's part of what we suspect it represented. Yeah, I mean it's hard to not. I if mm, yeah, I mean it, if that's not what it is, well, then someone please go back in time, find out, come back and tell us. Well, and, and a lot of it has to do with like if you put a little cultural context on it, right? Right. When was your chance to like maybe go out and meet someone? Right. Maybe someone not from your village, although most of these were village wide or maybe, you know, you you lived at one end of town. They lived on the other. Not the towns were huge, but, you know, you just couldn't, didn't really cross paths as you were farming away. She was doing whatever. These these kind of things were where. Where dating happened, dating started, dating progressed. Just like anything, like how many people. How many of you fucking listeners have taken your date to the fair, right? Maybe not some of the more city folk, but I guess you could replace the fair with a parade, a big scheduled thing that multiple people are going to show up to. How often have you taken a date there? Or just not even necessarily how often, but have you, right? Now put it with a lot less more exciting shit going on, you know, TV, electronics, all the other stuff that we have to entertain us, a lot less of that shit going on, right? Of course they were going to fucking go to this stuff more often. <laughs> like, Yeah, anyways. Yeah, I mean, that's... There's no other way to put it, so... um, So, yeah, I mean, without rambling on and getting into, like, specifics for each country, unless you want me to, for all, I can get into specifics here that are listed on this, but... um. We One can other touch thing. on a few things that are associated with it, besides just uh, the fire and all that. Like, um, I know color-wise, yellow and white are very, very often associated with Beltane, and red, uh, for fire reasons, for flower reasons, and not to mention white, especially because this is also a, it's a purification festival and a protection thing as well. Mm-hmm. I guess we can touch on one thing that was kind of common with some of the old Beltane things. Um, not necessarily common, but one thing we do have attested was a practice where I don't remember exactly where it was. I think it was in Ireland. They would put out all of their home fires, right? And light a big communal fire, the big bonfire. And carry the fire home to their houses and relight all of their their house fires, their hearths, using the communal fire. That was a uh, one thing I do know that was practiced. Again, I think that was in Ireland. I was attested at. That makes that makes sense. I mean, I, like I was seeing some of the stuff because I'm having looked some stuff up on my phone a couple days ago when I was thinking about it. Um, like Ireland was one of the things that popped up where they actually have like a huge 
festival every year still that's like countrywide like you can't go anywhere and not see that they're doing it um which i think is kind of cool that there's you know while the countries are still having like actual like it's a countrywide holiday (laughs) it's a federal holiday for them um but yeah i mean they had a lot of cool interesting stuff for what they were doing um a lot of very large fires worships fire yeah I mean, it's like it's I like love a the thumbnail you put last week. When I I I told Beard last week with the thumbnail, he sent it to me, and I'm like, I don't like it. It just needs a little more flair. And he sent me the thumbnail back, and all it it was the same exact one, except for it had me with the speech bubble that said I'm off. And I'm like, that's it. That was fucking perfect, man. Not because I was like I'm off all fucking last episode. Well, that's why I put it in there. Is because the whole episode you're going I'm off. Worships fire. That, be that might one. be your. I was gonna say that might be your speech bubble this week. Cause... I heard that in Ocean Cal toy video, and I don't remember what it's from. I it's, it sounds like the same announcer from Gauntlet Dark Le- or Gauntlet Gauntlet Legends. There we go. Holy shit! One of the Gauntlet that... games. Probably, I wouldn't doubt it. Um, what else? What else do you think we should bring up before we jump into? I don't have well, anything I, particularly important for relating to Mayday, but uh, well, I found well, my bones. I, I, I found my bones. I, I do. Someone moved them on top of the fridge. I'm really excited. Uh, yeah, I got my bones. Plan on making well, a little I, decoration it, it, with them. It's, I guess it's not technically holiday specific, but 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 Mayday, Mayday is somebody's birthday. Oh yeah, happy birthday, Beard. It's my birthday. That. So In literally one week, the... you can tell me happy birthday too. We are one nice. week apart to the fucking day. Wow. So beard. I don't know if this happens to you. I know it happens to me. Does Mother's Day ever fall on your birthday, or is that always the second? That's the second. In May. It's right? not. Yeah, it's usually the second. never your birthday. Okay, you. It's never on my birthday. Did your mom ever give you a whole bunch of birthday money? Mm, not really so it took me a long time to realize this my birthday often I mean I say often like three times in my childhood fell on Mother's Day and I would be given a shit ton of birthday money every year I say shit ton but like I'd get like 40 bucks back in the 90s as like an 8 year old for your birthday just for my mom it's like fuck yeah right uh, and then my mom would always just so happen to take me to the local greenhouse that would have a whole bunch of big sales and shit going on, right? And I've always liked mm-hmm. flowers and shit. And I was in 4-H. Uh, dude, there was, looking back, there were so many things that, like, yeah, yeah probably going to end up pagan. But, yeah, I was in 4-H. And, like, I liked, <laughs> like, we had a little garden and I loved the flowers and all that. Dude, I would drop, like, all 40 bucks on, like, ha- hanging baskets and shit for my mom every year. And it wasn't until I was like a full fledged adult when I say it dawned on me. I'm like, Mom gave me a shit ton of birthday money each year. Always just took me to go buy her fucking flowers. <laughs> like that's ingenious. I love it, Ma. That's a great idea, but I did not realize I, she 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 knew where she was at. 
Yeah, I mean, it's just something you don't your think about, was, right? Yeah, you, you, yeah. You'd have your birthday party on Friday, and then, you know, fucking Saturday, we're going heading out to fucking the greenhouse. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. See, see, she, she knew how to get you. So, um, what else can we bring up? So it was obviously, so today we're recording, and today is May birthday, May Day. May Day, so it is the actual birthday slash technical day. Um, not that that makes any difference, because you can really celebrate it at any point. Elbows beer. During this week. Sorry. Your camera's just shaking a lot. I know. Sorry. Um, I keep seeing it up there, and I'm like, I need to move my arms. No, you need not move your arms. That's the problem. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so, but yeah, I don't, I mean, without getting repetitive or, or really bringing in other things that don't partake or don't or tangent us too much. How about you delve into the specifics of what you're doing for your Beltane, which is this weekend, right? You said? Gonna be this weekend, that's right. So <clears throat> going this will be my Beltane ritual. We're gonna go kinda of go over it like we did the the Ostara. Um so you're gonna start off with the introduction, by the way, uh this part written by Gothi Vindler. And I made sure to go through and actually highlight and everything in my things. I, I might share it. I might put the link so y'all can see it. But uh, I got it highlighted what Gothi Vindler wrote. But he wrote this part. Hello uh, there, I do call upon heathens, witch, and friends and family, one and all. You have heard the ancient call deep in your very soul. So come close and gather around as we soon create our sacred circle on this beautiful land shared with us today. We gladly welcome you one and all. We will celebrate soul, the sun, and all the beautiful gifts of spring. We'll be reading a short excerpt about our solar goddess lighting a fire today, setting fire to a sun cross, doing burnt offerings, and creating ash jars. Oh, and we'll also be finishing off with a sumble, which I'm very excited for. I know some people are like, ooh, it has touchy fucking starts and all that. Yeah, whatever, it might, but the the, the, the actual ritual itself, I'm excited for that. I feel like it's going to be something you need. I mean, uh, it's always a good thing. It's something that I definitely want to try and start doing in one of our next things that we do with the kids is having a sit down and starting to have them do something, if not like an actual summel, like something summel-esque. We'll do a summel. Do a summel. I mean, even I mean, at their yeah. y- your young age, they have a friend they don't get to see anymore, right? They had a kitty that they used to like and they don't get to see anymore. They... They have experienced loss, maybe not to the degree that Sumble is intended for, but to them, it will be their biggest loss. Fair. fair the fair, teddy fair, bear fair, that fair. they no longer have. Yeah. A sip from the sippy cup for it, man. Like, I mean, <laughs> I'd be about it. Like I said, that's why I want to try it. But, <clears throat> excuse me. So, after that, uh, I have a short little description where I go over like what the different parts are blah 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 uh, right at the beginning <clears throat> and then I have down the materialists everything that we're going to need like the bell hammer, athame, cauldron bowl, bully, candles, jars you know the libation 
meat horn slash cup, cups for everyone to share, tissue paper, and markers. Uh, we're going to start off with the bell ringing. I kind of went over this last time, so I'm just going to speed run through this part. And this this all will be wrote, written by Gothi Vindler. Most of the just intro all is. Uh, at the beginning of the bell, we begin to create a sacred circle. Uh, once we have someone cast the circle, like do the physical motions. Uh, then we do a hammer warding. Uh, hammer of Thor, I raise you to the north. Hollow this, or hollow and protect the space. Then repeat that for each direction. I'm hoping my friend will take over for that. Uh, then there will be a another just little excerpt calling to everyone. Oh, I gotta change this. It says this. I gotta change this. Hold up. Let me mark this so I remember to come back through and do this. Alright, boom. And then after that we'll be invoking the ancestors. Uh there is a little blurb after we do the hammer warding about, you know, Thor protect us throughout the blah 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 blah. Keep us all safe. Uh next we'll be invoking the ancestors where we read out thrice, we ring the bell, come forth the ancestors from where you dwell, uh, we ring once for the familial bond, come forth, come forth from the great beyond, we ring twice for those of the land, come forth, come forth and take our hands, we ring thrice for those of sorcerous power, come forth, come forth and stand with us this hour, and at the end of each rhyme they ring the bell, then we toast to them, small little pour out. And I also made sure when I went through this, every time there's a hail, I highlighted it, right? So anyone who wants to follow along on their phone can see when there's hails to be called. And after that, <clears throat> Voking Soul. Now this part, I actually wrote. So I'll, I'll uh, read it out here. Hail to Soul, the ever-burning, the world's flame, bright goddess, warmer of the world. Praise to you as you return to prominence has already begun to warm the days and bring bounty to us. With days growing in length, giving us more light to enjoy this wonderful world we live in, or live on. We now take some of that time bestowed to us to show our love for you by reading a short excerpt about you while we light this sun wheel. And I'll be having someone light the sun wheel, meaning to kind of keep people kind of, while I'm reading, they'll be like, ooh, I can watch the sun wheel burn and shit like that. You know what I mean? Kind of keep them involved, right? Right, but so I'll start reading this excerpt which I grabbed from the nordicwiccan.blog.com that was a little short little blurb I liked it um, and I also just kind of wanted last time we just kind of rushed through a lot of things and we didn't really mm. take a chance to necessarily talk about why we were all gathering everything so this one I wanted to be like give us a shot to just I mean I don't want to say like when you go to church, you're going to get preached to, but this is kind of right. That's kind of what this is, right? It's our religion. And if we're going to come to worship soul, then I'm going to read a little bit about soul. Makes uh, sense. So this whole thing quoted and taken right from nordicwicken.blogspot.com. <clears throat> Hail to, oop, not that part. Suna or soul is the sun personified in Norse mythology. She is described as the sister of the personified moon, Mani, the daughter of Moldafare, and is foretold to be killed by the monstrous wolf during the events of Ragnarok. She was a human who rose to the rank of goddess due to the gods. Suna, her soul, was a blonde hair and golden curls that looked like rays of sun. 
Suna, the sun, was always kind and generous to her people, bringing light wherever she went. Uh, Rudolf Seikman stated that the Nordic Bronze Age archaeologists finds, such as rock carvings and the Trumphold sun chariot, provide evidence of the sun having been viewed as a life-giving heavenly body to the Bronze Age Scandinavians, and that the sun likely received an amount of respect. The sun is approximately 4.5 billion years old. As the largest object in the sky, the sun is the source of light, heat, and life. It can also be a symbol of destructive power. Since earliest times, people in all parts of the world have observed the position of the sun and its rising and setting throughout the year. Many cultures have created solar calendars to govern such things as the planting of crops and the timing of religious festivals. They have also given the sun a major place in their mythologies, often as a deity. When the world was created from the body of the dead giant Ymir by the triads of gods, Odin, Vili, and Ve, the sun, the moon, and the stars were made from the gathered sparks that shot forth from Muspelheim, the land of fire. <clears throat> Suna drives the chariot of the sun across the sky every day, pulled by the horses Alasvin and Alvark. Arvak. I need to practice this one before Saturday. Olosvin <laughs> <laughs> and Arvak. The sun chariot is pursued by the wolf skull and is said to sometime it is said that sometimes he's so close that he's able to take a bite out of the sun, causing an eclipse. On Midsummer's Eve, Suna's strength begins to decline, and those who honor her gather to celebrate this passage. For the pagan religions of Northern Europe, this is the Sabbath of Midsummer. Songs are strong, poems are read, or songs are sung, poems are read, libations and toasts to the air in honor of strength and light, warmth that are soon as blessing. Fire is central part of. Maybe I should change this part. I didn't realize this little. I didn't realize it was just like a Midsummer section right here. Uh, blah, blah, blah. I mean, that's just, not. I wouldn't change it. No, it's. Well, yeah, I guess not. No. This is uh, supposed still, to be just information. It's, it's just supposed to be information. You're right. You're right, Beard. All right. Despite the wolf skull catching and killing Suna, not all is lost. Like the gods at the end of Ragnarok, light still shines on Earth. Before her death, she gives birth to a daughter as beautiful as her mother, and she shall ride her mother's road. The daughter survives with the sun to aid and guide humanity after the destruction of the world as we know it. She heals the world, knitting together the fragmented pieces of life after the chaos of Ragnarok. <clears throat> Last bit. Sun, <laughs> Sunday, or Sun's Day, is a day of rest in most Western countries. Part of the weekend, Sunday is associated with the sun. Sowulo so Rune represents the power of the sun. In almost every religion in the world, the sun is held most sacred. The Norse, the sun was known as Suna or Sol, and was considered feminine. The sun's light and warmth symbolizes light, nurturing, growth, and all that is good. In some northern cultures, they start the day at sunset and usually begin their year in the winter months. This is why many sun and moon images show the moon ahead of the sun. Then that finished off with a hail to you, soul. Okay, and that's not necessarily anything exciting, but 
there's not really many myths on soul so i was like how about just some actual like excerpt on the sun and soul like because there's also wiccans going to be here right so they're not necessarily coming for the soul part right. so i was like hey, you know i can kind of still keep them engaged um and you know it's it's a especially since it's going to be like Two thirds of them there are going to be Wiccan, actually. Looking like, like honestly, I think it's going to be like four of us guys are pagans, heathens, and it's pretty much so just Wiccans or Wicketrue, heathen witches. <laughs> Wicketrue. I just like the way the word sounds. I, I do like, and it's very appropriate. I know some people don't like the Ossetru thing. I, I do like Ossetru. I know we actually had a conversation about it a while back, and I'm growing more and more into it, uh, especially because a lot of it's just exposure. I'm being exposed to a lot and a lot more Ossetuar, or people who are Ossetru that just aren't what I was told from the start. Um, yeah, I, and I mean, but it, you know, it goes back to that whole... You know, it, it, the whole my pet peeve of like, we have these terms and they're generic, but then because of a very large, I don't want to say large because that's not true, due to the very vocal groupings and the groupings that you see using a lot of these terms, unfortunately, those terms get associated with the not so, the not so pleasant people. Or people that we don't necessarily want to be associated with. Well, I think it's just also part of it is it's just I just I've seen just as many people who claim to be heathen and pagan that say just as bad as shit. So it's like I, you know, my eyebrow is going to be raised just a little bit until. But it's, I just need to make sure you're all right that I'm knowing I'm Mexican, you know. Not, okay, I'm I'm American. Let's be real. I'm not one of the people that were like my fucking great granddad. Blah, 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 blah. My grandpa yeah, was you're, Mexican. You're... I'm American, yeah. but I just In need the time to know if you got a you, fucking problem like with been... my grandpa being Mexican. Because if you got a problem with that, we're gonna have a problem. We're not gonna get along. You're not welcome in my group, and I don't want to be in yours. That's just how that is. They're like, it's just how it is. Like that's the only reason I even give a fuck. Like, period. I don't want to go anywhere. And on top of that, I got I got a gay-ass trans kid, right? I'm not going to mm-hmm. go anywhere where my grandpa or my kid would not be welcome. Period. Period. My and, family's and not welcome. You... I'm not welcome. Just just right. end of discussion. And if... And no, if nor you, should you expect that to be a, a, a right. permitted thing. And if there's any sort of fucking reason where I'm permitted over them, it better have been... Before. For some accomplishment or merit of something I did on my own. Not because what I am or what they aren't. Right. Period. Or vice versa, what I'm not and they are. But yeah, that's just my thoughts on that one right there. But otherwise, I, I like a lot of the like political opinions and shit like that, I don't care too terribly much. Some of it, I mean, depends which one we're talking about right here. Fiscal things. I don't really care too terribly much. Social mm-hmm. things. Uh, it's a lot harder for me to disagree. I, mean, I can respectfully do it, but it's a lot harder if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. 
Anyway, actually, sorry, I didn't mean to tangent us there, but we we totally got side tangent. Did, but it did. was a good side tangent. It was. We do need to have our politics episode, but it, I feel like we we've talked about how we need to do one, but I feel like that's just what it's going to be. Like we don't give a fuck yeah, about your fiscal I'm, things but... if you aren't accepting socially, though. We don't get along. Right. I mean, <laughs> I'm I'm sure there's there's plenty of things that you and I can probably disagree on that are have nothing oh, to do or no effect on on the religious side of anything. Oh, right. There's a shit ton of minutia in there, right? Like, it's a jigsaw piece in the gray area to see where everything lay, lays out. But, like, just right. if I were to get a brush and paint a broad stroke, that's what I'd say. Like, we can kind of disagree fiscally, socially. I, like, I'm all for accepting people. Right. But I, we can have discussions about it. <clears throat> So we after, should maybe maybe we maybe do... we should do that as our next week's episode. Get it done out of the way finally. Can I just say how it's going to be like a short, pointless episode because that's all it's going to be. Uh, yeah, I know. I think we just covered it in the middle of this episode on accident. <laughs> Probably. I mean, unless we want to hash out where we actually disagree, but I'm not really too concerned about it. Like, yeah, especially well, not guess, on air guess... because you and I are able to get into more. It's. People get really pissy on the internet if you just don't know something, right? And sometimes a lot of disagreements come down to, I didn't know that, I didn't think about that, and I didn't have that point of view. Sometimes you got to come back and I need to think about my position, I need to rethink about that, or I think you need to rethink about that, or just vice versa, or just however, right? Right. Online people don't like doing a lot of that shit. They just hear it once, and they won't even get to the end of the episode, and they'll be like, nope, nope, I'm commenting. Unsubscribe, I hate you. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> so, after I read that little, uh, we burn the sun wheel, and I read that little excerpt, we're going to have our burnt offerings. So, I asked everyone to make sure to write or draw something to toss in the fire. To disclose what it is. That's what I'm going to read. Today, as we celebrate the sun, I wrote this, by the way. Today, as we celebrate the sun and the elements of fire is inevitably going to be involved. So as I, or so I shall read. Hold up. (laughs) Today, as we celebrate the sun, the element of fire is inevitably going to be involved. So I shall read a small bit about it. Whoops. My bad. There we go. With it also being represented by the sun and its light, as well as the stars, deserts, and volcanoes. Fire is the element of transformation and is associated with illumination, health, strength, and creativity. Always in motion, even when rooted in one spot. It is the most active and animated of the classical elements as a contribution to the natural orders of Earth. Fire keeps forests healthy through cycles of burning regeneration. Of course, the same power is also dangerous and deadly when unchecked, which is why this element commands such respect for those who seek to use it. Fire can be extinguished by any of the other elements, but is it also the only element that must have another substance to consume in order to maintain its existence? And today, it shall consume our gifts to carry to soul. I lied. I didn't write that part. I forgot. This is the one where I forgot where I got it from, so I couldn't accredit it. I wrote the first, wow. like, two two sentences. That's it. 
And then I got in there, I'm like, hold up, this is not my writing. This ain't my writing. First, like, two sentences with me. In the very end. <clears throat> and then I have this part. We'll read aloud one by one. We shall go to the fire and declare what we've brought to feed the fire. We don't have to read or show it off, though. Unless you want to. Uh, you don't have to say why you brought, but you can also feel free to do it as well. But yeah, I'm encouraging people not to share it unless they really, really want to. It's kids, right? I mean, if the kids want to share their fucking picture. Right. Whatever. But for the rest of us, this is kind of going to be... And like I told everyone, whether it's going to be a message to soul, a loved one, a well-wish you want to happen, anything, write down something with intent toss in the fire and keep it to yourself right uh, and then this next part is going to be a call for protection and cleansing um, and this is actually two different prayers that I got from learnreligion.com simple prayers for Beltane but I combined two of them and mix and matched them right to make it one long one and I think I think it works really good it's call for protection and cleansing. We light the fires of Beltane, sending smoke up to the sky. The flames purify and protect, marking the turn of the wheel of the year. May the light and heat of this fire bestow life upon the herd. Bless us, O cleansing flames, our spouse, our children, and ourselves. Bless everything within our dwelling and in our possession. Bless the kine and the crops, the flocks and the corn. Keep our animals safe and strong. Keep our land safe and strong. Keep those who would protect them safe and strong. From Sagwin Eve to Beltane Eve. With godly or with goodly progress and gentle blessing. From sea to sea and every river mouth. From wave to wave and base of waterfall. Bless us and hail. And then, hail! <laughs> yeah. Just those crazy uh, pagans shouting hail in the backyard again. Yeah, I mean, there's a few hails. By the way, big shout out to to the lady at my first one at that the Ostara who totally when I said said the first hail like not expecting anyone to call it out back or just anything like she even like surprised surprised me reading it was just like hail and then like got everyone in the mood and like started hailing all of them like yeah it was really cool. That's she, she was an ex- that, experienced that one person. Yeah, she was an experienced ritual participant, so. This was not her first rodeo. No, not at all. Actually, her and her husband met at a ritual. And they were super... That's when I'm like, when they said it was good, and that they were... I did a fine job, so it's like, okay. Person who's been to a few said I did fine. The person who said that they drove in 45 minutes thought it was fine. New people thought it was fine. I'm like, alright. Fucking smile and wave, boys. I did okay. After that, we're going to do the ash jars. Now, for the ash jars, we're going to take some tissue paper. uh, Red, yellow, or orange. I'm not sure what color we're going to have, but those are the three colors we're looking to get, or one of the three colors. And remember how I said that we drew the rune on the eggs, and you know a lot of the kids seem to like that? Yeah. We're going to do another. We're going to draw a rune on a piece of tissue paper. 
and I have posted the runes and what they mean and all that. But obviously, probably a lot of the solo or how is that pronounced? So Wulo, the Wulo, the Sun Rune. Uh, probably gonna see a few of those. Probably a few, you know, the Thor protection rune. But whatever anyone wants to do, whatever they want to do, I'm gonna have them yeah. mark it, put a sigil down, whatever they want to do. Uh, on the piece of paper with intent again intent's very important um, and then get everyone who lives in the same house to put theirs in the little jars that we're going to get and then uh, <clears throat> going to take flames from the fire and light the jars right and burn the tissue paper okay uh, and then when that's all done burning cap it take the jar in the ash home because Remember how I mentioned earlier about how people would snuff out their house fires, relight from a communal fire and take it home and relight their house Mm -hmm, fires? mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, This mm -hmm. is our modern doing this. Most of us don't have fireplaces. Most of us don't even have gas furnaces, right? So, yeah, we're going to burn all the ashes in the jar, take the ashes home with us to either, I don't know, put in a plant, down your sink, whatever anyone wants to do with them probably going to scatter them around our yard oh yeah <clears throat> and then before we do that once we get everyone gathered with the paper before we light it this is what i'm going to be reading in the time of old our ancestors would snuff their home fires and reignite them from a blessed communal fire taking the blessing and protections home with them in the process we have come a very long way since they have last done that ritual, and in our modern times, a change is needed. With these jars, soon to be filled with ash, lit by our blessed fire, we also shall take our communal blessings and protection home with us. And that's when everyone's going to start lighting. Uh, oh, wait, hold up. Nope. <clears throat> that's when everyone makes sure they have everything ready. I got this one detailed in, like, step-by-step, but I'm trying not to read <laughs> the, the yellow step-by-step. I'm just trying to read the thing. Uh, everyone repeat after me as we light the paper cleansing flame drive away evil drive off wickedness drive off ill intention keep safe our homes hail and then that's when we're gonna light it there we go yeah we're gonna we're gonna do as a as a group do the whole you know group spell and see this one I kind of like because it's like an old pagan ritual ritual but still kind of like very Wiccan spell like yeah uh, so. then after that we're gonna do the sumble uh, first round is to the gods hail any god goddesses wider spirit second round is the round to the fallen hail anyone who's passed away third round is a braggy round brag about something boast perform show off uh, then I put in at the end of that thank you everyone for sharing and hail to you all and then a thinking of the uh, thinking and release is Lady of Flame, we rejoice and thank you for your splendid gifts and we ask that you now depart and take our joy with you as you return cat headbutt the fucking mic as you return to your realm <laughs> yep and then uh, the closing of the circle that would be ugh, that would be it Beard's over here, like, on his phone. 
I know that well, on the phone yeah. look when you're recording beard, you can't fool me. Yeah. But uh yeah, I mean that's I mean, your first one went good and you, you had it all planned out and good and I mean this flows just as well, I think. If not better. Because I mean yeah. obviously, you know, you had some some learning experience out of the previous one. And I think, you know, I wouldn't be able to tell you specifically what you adjusted, but I definitely, from the sounds of it, it flows, it flows very nicely. And, you know, you have it, uh, you know, you're accounting for everyone who's being there. You're being respectful to, you know, the slight variations that will be as part of the group potentially. And I think just, yeah, overall, I think, you know, it, it's spot on for what you're doing because you're one, you're gonna have kids, two, you're gonna have more than just Norse pagans. And I think you know it what's does a good actually job. Actually, of... kind of got me nervous about this one. Old people. Is the giant fire? Old people. Old people. So my friend's mom might be showing up. She's she's Wiccan, and I mean like childhood friend like one of my good friends high school we went to birthday parties together and his fucking aunt like hmm. and like I know these people and I've known them for a while like I say my buddy's aunt but like before I even knew my buddy I knew her and her husband because her husband worked for my dad's best friend's building company or construction company so it's like uh these are people I've known like my entire fucking life yeah that's if they even show yeah I mean but but even then that's still I I wouldn't be too worried about it I mean I mean, I guess the worst case, they don't enjoy it and they don't ever want to come to another one. But, I mean, I think someone who's been, uh, you know, anybody coming to a ritual that you're doing who has been pagan, especially of any sort, Wicca, Wiccan, anything in between, uh, anything on that pagan spectrum, or, or even not within the pagan spectrum that's more in the witchcraft, Wiccan spectrum that's outside of being pagan in general uh, that has experience in doing group rituals for them to show up to a ritual and take part in your ritual is good so long as they're constructive in their feedback to you no if, I, I if, don't think they're going to be negative or anything like that I'm just nervous because it's like it's somebody that you've known for yeah that's fair that's that's fair um like, I remember this lady busting me catching smoking cigarettes at her house and being like, no, no, kid, not happening. <laughs> you know? Uh, and I was like, ah, oh, see? See, all this time, and here we are, lighting more fire. <laughs> right. So... Yeah, just, just oh, yeah, that, that's what, that's what I mean when it's like, no, it's, it's a lady who's like, in the past, busted me. Now, granted, I was older than her, I never, never pressured my friends to smoke cigarettes at all. Matter of fact, I was usually one of the ones that's like, yo, I kind of wish my friends wouldn't have got me into it, my older friends. 
Uh, these were because he was like three or four years or three years younger than me, right? Two two years, sorry, two years younger than me. Mm-hmm. Uh, my my nerdy friend group, they were all like two years younger than me. My neighbors, they were my neighbors, right? Right. I smoked. None of them did. His mom busted me when I was a fucking senior smoking at his house, and she's like, "No, nah, you ain't smoking here." But it's like, I'm I'm sorry, ma'am, but. I also am 18 in three months. Like I won't smoke at your house cause it's, it's your house and you ask me not to, but smoke. You're, you're still going to do what you want to do. Yeah. Cause that is who you are. No. And that's when she's like, yeah, but I just want you doing it by the fucking field. There's dry grass out there. You dumbass. Like, oh, okay. That's understandable. That's understandable. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. Anyways, I think we, uh, pretty much have wrapped up this fire festival. Yeah, yeah. I think we did a good job. Exciting. I'm excited for this weekend. I threw some facts. You threw some actual what you're going to be doing. I now have a five-year-old staring at me who should be actually going to bed, not messing with a toy. Just just turn and wave Mm -hmm. the camera, and I'm going to hit stop recording. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening to this episode of Two Pagans in a Pod podcast. We thank you so, so much for listening. And if you really enjoyed our content and you enjoyed this episode of the podcast, be sure to leave us a like, follow, or subscribe on whatever media of of viewing or listening that you've uh, been enjoying this episode on. Additionally, you can always check out a lot of our other content, such as the Modern Norse Library that Fro does here on YouTube, or you can even check out our UPG sharing episodes, which can be found on all medium spectrums that we post on. Additionally, don't forget we always have that segment where we like to share pagan artwork, so be sure to drop us a line via via email, or maybe even contact us on Twitter and share with us your art, maybe a poem, or any other kind of medium that you would uh, enjoy us sharing on our podcast, and we'll be sure to get it on the next episode of Two Pagans and a Pod podcast. Thank you guys again so much, and we'll catch you next time.